BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in. Hour number two, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. As we get ready for the primaries, Vivek Ramaswamy is going viral for shirtless tennis. I'm not not making this up. Uh, There is a a large reaction as Vivek Ramaswamy has posted three hours of solid debate prep this morning, and it is a video of him playing tennis shirtless. So he and RFK Jr., may end up engaging in a push-up contest to decide who the next president of the United States is. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know that that would be a disaster. Because I at least then we know Biden would be out of office. And if you had Vivek versus RFK Jr., I think you'd probably have to give RFK Jr. a little bit of a benefit. I mean, he's, I think, 69, and Vivek is 38. So 31-year advantage for Vivek on the push-up contest would be really too much. So you'd have to set up some sort of parameters here. 69-year-old guy versus 38-year-old guy. Got to have some sort of different parameter in play. But there are a lot of beefcakes out there all of a sudden in the political space. I don't know how many of you saw on Fox News, how many of you saw shirtless Will Kane? And shirtless Pete Hegseth on, I think it was Saturday morning. I bet that's the most ripped duo to ever host a news program in the history of news television. Will Kane and Pete Hegseth. Uh, Charlie Arnold, who works with us at Outkick, interviewed them. And I saw the Charlie interview. Charlie's really good looking. I don't know that she's ever interviewed two people who are better looking than her in her entire professional career. But I thought with Will Kane and with Pete Hegseth shirtless, Charlie was third place for most attractive in the television shot. I don't know. Now, she worked at the WWE and in the UFC, so she may have an answer and say, actually, I've uh, interviewed two better-looking people before. This reminds me of uh, when I did television back in the uh, back in the day with, uh, well, I still do, with Fox Sports. 
But one time they put me in between Brady Quinn and Matt Leiner. And I thought to myself, this is really unfair for me. <laughs> we were all, we're doing a college football show. Brady Quinn looks like, uh, he, he looks like he is Superman. He looks like Clark Kent. I mean, the guy has like 0% body fat. He's incredibly good looking. First round NFL draft, uh, quarterback went to Notre Dame, you know, 6'4, 250, totally ripped. And then Liner might be even better looking than Brady Quinn. USC quarterback wins the Heisman Trophy, first round draft pick. Every good looking girl for like 20 years wanted to date Matt Liner. Super famous. And they put me between them. And I'm thinking to myself, this is real. I mean, I feel like I'm getting set up here. What did Rush used to say? He didn't like doing television because it is true. When I started doing television, all people react to is what you're wearing. It's all cosmetic, what your hair looks like. They almost never talk about what you say. I couldn't believe how much of it was cosmetic. Go on, you make an argument. You think it's really detailed, really fabulous. And then you go get on social media and what do people react? I don't know why you wore that tie. Why didn't you wear a tie? Why don't you have a belt on today? Why do your shoes not match your belt? Why did you wear a jacket? Why did you not wear a jacket? Why did you comb your hair that way? Why didn't you comb your hair the other way? Why did you get a haircut? Why did you put your earpiece in that ear? Why did you turn to your right instead of turning to your left? None of it having to do at all with anything that you say. It really is amazing. That's why I also say, people out there in media, they say, how, you know, you writing, re, uh, you do writing. Obviously the book's out. Thank you, by the way, for making American Playbook the number one best-selling nonfiction book in America. Publishers Weekly put it out. Number one nonfiction book last week in America. Wall Street Journal had us at number two in the bestseller list. New York Times didn't put us in the top 15. We outsold every nonfiction book in the New York Times top 15 by 5,000 books. Just amazing. But thank you for that. But writing, writing is the hardest thing to do. Radio is the second hardest thing to do. Television's the easiest. And I always say there's a reason why you never see a television person go to radio and then go to writing. Now, sometimes TV people have ghost writers write their books. But by and large, you, you see a lot of people who can do writing to radio to TV because writing's the foundation of everything. You make an argument. You sit down in front of a blank computer screen. Nobody else is there to help you. Radio, more people help you. But it's still three hours a long time to talk. Television, you sit down for three or four minutes, and they tell you that was amazing. And a lot of times you sit down for three or four minutes, and sometimes you just read off of a glass screen in front of you. You don't even have to come up with what you're saying. And there's a huge entourage of people trying to make you look like you're smarter than you are. It's incredible. And so when you look at the way that this trajectory is going, and I see Vivek Ramaswamy putting up a video of himself shirtless hitting uh, tennis balls, and I see RFK Jr. doing push-ups, and everybody goes crazy with it, I just sit back and I think, man, the cosmetic aspects of this debate on Wednesday are going to be interesting. 
Because we got a couple of big data points that are out there. Um, and Allie tells me that the cosmetic is why Rush just basically said, I'm not going to do TV anymore. And I get it. I, I totally get it. Because if you're in the position of making arguments and all people do is react to what you look like instead of the arguments that you make, I get why that gets so supremely frustrating. As we're talking about the debate on Wednesday, the television dynamic and the way that it has altered everything in our politics is still, I think, under-discussed. Because remember, the perfect example of this was JFK Jr., sorry, JFK versus Richard Nixon. Everybody who listened on radio, by and large, thought Nixon won. Everybody who watched on television thought JFK won. Well, it wasn't that JFK's arguments were better, because radio is certainly a better medium to dissect arguments. Audio works far better. I think the written word is the best of all, which is why I get almost all of my news. If you're watching me right now, speaking of video, with the Clay and Buck VIP, as many of you are, like I'm sitting here with legitimate newspapers arrayed in front of me. And I started off the show today talking about an article, dissecting an article. I think the best way to logically analyze issues is still by reading. I think listening to audio is the second best. I think television's the worst. Television's the most popular and the most people who do it. And as scary as you might think television is now, at least there are still long-form discussions on television to break down issues, such as the debate that's going to happen on Wednesday. Your kids and grandkids are watching 30-second TikTok videos, which have absolutely no context at all, and that will be, I think, we're going to move from just video deciding elections. I think we're going to move to video clips, totally out of context, deciding elections. And that gets even scarier to me. But a couple of polls that are out, and then I want to talk about Bill Clinton screwing an intern as opposed to the whole country like Joe Biden's going to do a little bit later in the hour. But a couple of polls that are out that I think are significant, and I want to hit you with these. Um, Iowa poll. This is the Iowa poll from Jay Ann Seltzer from Des Moines. She is evidently the greatest pollster in the history of the state of state of Iowa, which some of you are going to laugh like that's kind of a big deal because the Iowa caucus is so difficult to predict. And Iowa historically was a battleground state. Not anymore. It's gone fully red because people of Iowa have not lost their minds. Democrats have. Which one of the following Republicans will be your first choice? Here, this number out today, Trump got 42% of the support in this Iowa uh, caucus. Now, poll. 58% of people in Iowa are supporting somebody else. 19% for Ron DeSantis. 9% for Tim Scott. 6% for Nikki Haley. 6% for Mike Pence. 5% for Chris Christie. Only 4% support for Vivek Ramaswamy. Doug Burgum, 2%. Will Hurd, 1%. That is the Iowa caucus poll that has come out today from the Des Moines Register. J. Ann Seltzer is who is responsible for that. What does that tell us? 
Well, it tells us what we thought already, that Trump is a prohibitive favorite. But is there someone lurking that could come and steal Trump's victory in Iowa? Remember, Trump only got 24% of the Iowa caucus vote in 2016. And I think a lot of people have forgotten about that. Uh, the final caucus poll, uh, the results in Iowa in 2015, Ted Cruz won Iowa 2016, January of 2016. Ted Cruz ended up with 28% in Iowa, Trump with 24%. People forget this. Rubio almost caught Trump, and then Ben Carson was at 9%. Why do I bring that up? Just three months before the actual caucus, Ben Carson was at 28%. So in November of 2015, Ben Carson had a big lead in the reliable polls. Trump was in second place. Cruz was in third. Cruz surged into a January win. Trump was up a little bit. Rubio was up a decent amount. And Carson plummeted. So what does that tell us about where we might go? And what do you all think? about the decision being made by Trump to effectively say he doesn't need to debate at all. Right decision, wrong decision from Trump. We'll take some of your calls on it, 800-282-2882, and we'll continue to discuss uh, this poll and also the fact that we have the debate on Wednesday. We're going to be in Milwaukee for that debate. What do we expect to see on Wednesday, and what do you need to see from the different contestants, the contenders in this primary season to see what might transpire going forward. We'll continue to break that down for you. In the meantime, uh, I want to tell you, planning an idea for this fall, there'll be a time when the weather gets cold, families indoors, and it's a good time to get ready and rediscover some old family movies. Heck, you know, with the end of summer coming... A lot of times you go back and you look at some of those summer vacations past. Or when you're on that summer vacation, last days of August, get ready for the kids to go back. Maybe you do what I did, look at some of those old family vacation pictures and just think, man, I can't believe how much the kids have grown in the last couple of years. Maybe you think, hey, I can't believe how much things have changed in the past couple of decades. Maybe you have a place you've been going with your family for a long time and you'd like to ensure that your kids and your grandkids have the memories in the years ahead so that they can share with their own families what they went through and experienced with your family as kids. It's time to get hooked up with Legacy Box. Don't put it off any longer. Summer's over. Kids are going back to school. They're growing fast. Grandkids, get hooked up and preserve your family's memories forever. Not those old pictures anymore that can deteriorate. The old slides. How about digital forever images that you can have with your family? Go online to LegacyBox.com slash Clay right now to get 55% off their regular prices. LegacyBox.com slash Clay, 55% off regular prices. Again, one more time, LegacyBox.com slash Clay is the website, LegacyBox. Dot com slash clay making sense in an insane world clay travis and buck sexton bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy last year 
by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us as we are rolling through couple days in advance of the Republican debate in Milwaukee. And I was just sharing with you the numbers that are coming out in terms of the Des Moines Register and what they expect. I think you can also start to think about what to expect from the debate itself. Trump's not going to be there. I would imagine there will be a decent amount of questions surrounding Trump. But I also think there will be a possibility because of the bitterness incarnate between Fox News and Donald Trump now, and you can toss in Tucker Carlson there, I think there will be an attempt to elevate the people who are willing to actually go to the debate. So who's going to emerge on Wednesday night at the end of that two-hour debate? And many of you out there listening to me right now are going to look around and say, hey, you know what? I'm interested in this candidate. Because remember, 50% of you are pretty much Trump. You're locked in. Trump is your guy right now. And 50% of you are committed to other candidates. And so far, I said on Friday's show, and I'll break this down in a little bit um, greater detail, but to me there are essentially five candidates that are still alive. And I'll admit that somebody could come out of nowhere. But to me, there is a clear power five in the Republican primary right now. And we're sitting 150-ish days away from the caucus voting starting in Iowa. But Trump has established the biggest lead in Donald Trump's career. And I told Trump this on Friday when I saw him, Thursday when I saw him in Nashville. I said, I never would have believed that you would have the lead that you do right now. And it's important, let's start with Trump and the lead that he has opened. 
Trump right now is in a stronger position politically than he has ever been in in his entire political career based on what the polls show. That is, from the moment Trump came down the escalator in 2015 to the moment that I am speaking to you right now, Donald Trump's star has never been more ascendant politically than it is right now. Some of you are shaking your heads. You're saying, Clay, you're crazy. Think about this. Trump struggled for a long time to get above 30% in 2015. I just shared with you the results from Iowa in 2016 in early January. Trump only got 24% of the Iowa caucus vote. Right now, he's roughly at 50%. That's twice what he ever got in 2016 in the Iowa caucus. Trump was never ahead of Hillary Clinton in any of the polls in the 2016 election, by and large. Trump's ahead of Joe Biden in a lot of polls right now. Trump was never ahead of Joe Biden in any of the polls in 2020. Trump, like I said, is ahead of Joe Biden right now in many of the 2024 polls. So the question that is out there is, what, if anything, can any of these contenders do without Trump on the stage, and who is in a position to potentially challenge Trump? I think there are four candidates that are still in the mix. I think we've narrowed this race down to five. I will tell you exactly who the remainder are when we come back. But first, I want to tell you all about uh, my friends at uh, at Mantis X. They will hook you up in a big way with your ability to get out there and ensure that you are doing the best possible version of training. Buck talks about them all the time. Training tool and system he uses to keep his shooting skills intact on the days and weeks he's not able to get to the gun range. It's a firearms training system, no ammo, all electric way to improve your shooting accuracy. Mantis X must have for every gun owner. You can get hooked up with the data-driven real-time feedback on your technique you need. Start improving your shooting accuracy today at MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. A lot of reaction to Trump's decision to skip the debates. I don't blame him for skipping the debates personally. My biggest concern is that Joe Biden will use Trump skipping the debates as evidence of why he doesn't need to debate Trump. And and some of you may be saying, okay, walk me through that, Clay, and, and I'll explain. Clearly, Joe Biden has dementia is physically and mentally incapable of being president of the United States right now. Just look at his response to Hawaii, which we're going to talk about some in the third hour, and Will Kane is going to join us tomorrow, who did such a good job bringing us that story from Hawaii. But Biden's not going to debate RFK Jr., because I think RFK Jr. and Marianne Williamson would smoke him on the debate stage. And... That's not because RFK Jr., who you guys have heard on this show, clearly RFK Jr. has a difficulty speaking. He has a a condition. So it's not as if RFK Jr. is able to be the most eloquent voice of his generation because he has a challenge himself speaking. It's because still RFK Jr. would have the power of ideas and facts on his side 
and he would smoke Joe Biden, who is a shadow, Biden is, of the candidate that he used to be 20 years ago. There are all different ways that people age. Joe Biden is an old 80. There are some 80-year-olds out there. I mean, look, Warren Buffett is, what, 92? I think Warren Buffett is 92, and he's still one of the sharpest of all of the minds out there in all of finance. And Charlie Munger, I believe, is almost 100. And Charlie Munger's brain is still incredible when it comes to analyzing information and data. So it's not directly related to age, because there are many people out there who are incredibly sharp at 80 years old. Probably not as sharp as they were at 40 or 50, but still very, very sharp. Biden would get shown up. They don't want to put him on the debate stage with anybody. I think that Biden will use, this is my concern, and this is what I would say to the Trump team, I think that Biden will use Trump not showing up to debate in any of the RNC debates as evidence of why he doesn't need to show up and debate Trump for the presidency. Now, yes, they're different. One is a primary. The other is a general election. I understand it. But I think Biden will say, well, Trump didn't show up to debate to win the Republican nomination. We've already debated. We did it four years ago. Nothing's changed. The only thing that's changed is Trump is now under indictment for 90-some-odd different felonies. I don't want to platform him and allow him to spread more lies about our democracy. I would not be surprised at all if that is the argument that Biden puts forward. And so if Trump shows up for even some of the debates, then I think that argument becomes more difficult for Joe Biden to make. Just an idea to put out there. Now, I said Trump has a more commanding position right now when you look at the data, when you look at the polling, than he ever has at any point in his political career. I really believe that. How does that translate in the general election? Well, we'll have potentially over a year to discuss it, basically, if Trump ends up being the nominee. And it's over a year from now when the election actually starts. Nobody can render any sort of opinion until January I do think it's ridiculous for everyone to be talking about whether this race is completely over or not, even though if I were betting, I would give Trump probably 75 or 80% chance to be the nominee. Who are the people that could beat Trump? And what would they need to do on Monday in order to get past Trump? I think there's only four people now that can beat Trump. And you guys, by the way, can weigh in and disagree with me if you disagree with my four challengers that are alive at this point in time. 800-282-2882. Trump is clearly number one. I just said I would give him a 75 or 80% chance of winning the nomination. So he is a substantial favorite. Second place, I still have DeSantis. Third place, Vivek Ramaswamy. Fourth place... Tim Scott, fifth place, Chris Christie. I think everybody else should drop out of this race. I understand if you are a big believer in Mike Pence. I think he has a 0% chance of being the nominee. I understand if you are a big supporter of Nikki Haley. I think she has a 0% chance of being the nominee. 
If you are a big supporter of Larry Elder or Doug Burgum or uh, Will Hurd or anybody else that's running for president, Suarez down in Miami, I think all of them have 0% chances to be the nominee. And I think they should all drop out if their goal is actually to win the nomination. Because I think they've been able to run for months, and I don't see any pathway by which they end up the nominee. I think there are five guys, and they happen to all be guys, that have a pathway to be the nominee. This is my opinion, my five. I think we've cut it to five. Trump, DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, Tim Scott, and Chris Christie. Those are the five. Now, certainly Trump, far and away, is the favorite. Chris Christie in the fifth spot, very slow probability of winning. But I can see a pathway for Chris Christie. I really can. He could end up winning in New Hampshire. That could catapult him forward. Have to be a big catapult. I think even Chris Christie would laugh at that joke. Um, that, But there is a pathway. You have to be able, and this is my analysis, you have to be able to win one of the first four primaries in order to have a chance to be the nominee. Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, or Nevada. People might say, what about Nikki Haley? Tim Scott has been and is running a more successful campaign than Nikki Haley is. Tim Scott is more likely to win South Carolina than Nikki Haley is. I don't believe that Nikki Haley can get into the top five. I just said, Chris Christie, I can see a pathway through which he wins New Hampshire. In Iowa... I can see DeSantis winning. I could see, even though he's way down in this poll, Vivek Ramaswamy winning one of these early nominating contests. And certainly the most likely outcome right now is that Trump would win in Iowa, New Hampshire, in South Carolina, and in Nevada, and this thing would be over by March 1. All of that could happen. But there's only five people alive right now. Now, to be fair... On Wednesday, I'll come back and I will tell you, I watched the debate, did anything change? Maybe Nikki Haley is going to have the greatest debate performance in the history of the Republican primary, and I'll come back and I'll say, okay, Nikki Haley's still in the mix. I don't think it's going to happen. Maybe Doug Burgum is going to come out and some of you are actually going to be able to know who Doug Burgum is. Because <laughs> I think 99% of you could not pick Doug Burgum out of a lineup right now if I said, hey, the North Dakota governor is one of these five people, and I just put up five random middle-aged white guys in decent shape, and I said, you have to pick Doug Burgum, I think the vast majority of you could not pick Doug Burgum. It's no slight on Doug Burgum. Super successful. I just don't see any pathway for him to be the president of the United States, the nominee for Republicans in 2024. Larry Elder, I like him, super talented radio guy, nobody, no chance. Mike Pence, you guys heard me, go at it with Mike Pence. I think Mike Pence has a 0% chance of being the nominee. And my position is, if you have a 0% chance of being the nominee, it's time for you to drop out and endorse somebody else. And I think there's only five guys now that have a chance to be nominee, sitting here five months out. I don't see anybody else. Now, grab this transcript. Flag it. You can react to that. 
You can tell me why I'm wrong. 800-282-2882. We haven't taken any calls yet. If you disagree with my power rankings and you think somebody outside of those five, remember, you have to be able to win one of those first four primaries. That's the way I'm assessing this. If you can't win in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, or Nevada, at least one of them, I think you have a 0% chance to be the nominee for Republicans going forward. Because you're not going to go 0 for 4 in those first four primaries and in the caucus in Iowa, and then suddenly in March you're going to catch fire and start winning everything. I just don't think that's going to happen. I think that's a 0% probability event. You have to be able to win one of the first four. Those are the five who can. Trump, DeSantis, Ramaswamy, Scott, and Chris Christie. 800-282-2882. What do those guys need to do to make the case that they're the foremost contender with Trump and how quickly can all of that happen? That's the real major issue associated with going forward is how does all of that shake itself out. But that is still to be determined. I am very confident that my five is the five that is still alive to potentially end up being the next nominee to take on Joe Biden or someone else in the event that it's actually going to be Joe Biden. And I still have very consequential uh, concerns about whether it's going to be Joe Biden. I still don't think it's going to be Biden. Buck and I have a have a bet. Now, Biden's starting to run ads, everything else. He's going to have to drop out before the end of the year, in my opinion, probably by December 1 or thereabouts, if we're going to not find out that he's not the uh, going to be the nominee in 24. In the meantime, Tunnel of Towers Foundation, Let Us Do Good Village in Land Lakes, Florida, a community that will have about 100 homes for the foundation's program participants when construction's complete. Some families have already moved in, among them Gold Star families and the family of severely injured hero who served our nation. That family moved into the community's first smart home, which was specially built to accommodate the needs of that returning hero. The Let Us Do Good Village is a community where the children of our nation's fallen or severely injured heroes can grow up and experience life together. All thanks to the extraordinary donations of many acres of land and your generosity. Help America's greatest heroes and their families heal together. Make the Let Us Do Good Village the first of many communities like it. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices our heroes have made for our country and our communities. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. You don't know what you don't know, right? But you could on the Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. 
Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. By the way, texting with Buck who is in Scotland for the week. He says that Scotland is fantastic, uh, and this is also the busiest week in Edinburgh all year. Uh, the, the streets of downtown Edinburgh are a madhouse. That is where he and Carrie are right now. He will be back with me on Monday, but he and Carrie are enjoying a much-deserved vacation. I'm going to get to a bunch of your calls. By the way, one of the fun things about Buck and I being able to do the show together is I think I'm correct in this, Allie. Uh, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. One or the other of us is on every week of the year except for Christmas week, which I don't think exists for any other live radio show anywhere in the country that you would be able to hear either Buck or me every week of the year except for Christmas when both of us with our families, like many of you, are out. So, and we have guest hosts then, so you have a live show to be able to hear. But I don't think anywhere, anywhere in radio do you get 51 weeks a year. Now, sometimes I'm going to be out with my family. Sometimes Buck is going to be out with his family. But 51 weeks of the year, one or the other of us will be talking to you, which is pretty fantastic. Uh, a lot of you want to weigh in. Uh, first time we've taken calls so far today. Carl in Grand Rapids, Michigan. You think Trump's right to skip the debates? Yeah, yeah, he should skip the debates. He, he doesn't need to give these people, you know, any momentum, you know, living off his coattails. Um, I think, you know, let me You say, mean uh, all of the debates? Let's say it gets down to three or four real contenders. You think it makes sense for Trump to debate then, or you mean all debates, no matter what, there's no point in Trump ever being on the stage with any other Republican contender? Right, because it's Trump or bust. I mean, most of us, if Trump isn't on that ticket, we're not even going to vote. We don't. This is the last election, in my opinion. This is gonna All right, be I understand. I, I understand. Oh, hold on. Let me just cut you off there. Carl, you're telling me if Vivek Ramaswamy is the nominee, or Tim Scott is the nominee, or Ron DeSantis is the nominee, that you would not show up and vote to uh, cast a vote against Joe Biden or whomever the Democrats put up if Trump's not on the the ticket? Did we lose Carl? What? No, no, you didn't lose me. So you're telling me you wouldn't show up if Trump weren't on the the ticket? Uh, I don't think anyone else can win except Trump. He expanded the uh, Republican base. You know, he got 75. I I understand the pro, trust me, I understand the pro Trump argument. I'm just saying if Trump, you're in Michigan. Michigan is one of the five or six most steadfast battleground states. Your vote matters a great deal. If Trump weren't on the ballot, you would just let Joe Biden win Michigan. You wouldn't show up. Yeah, because the Democrats are going to win anyway if Trump isn't on the ticket. There's no point in voting. There's no, you know, what are we voting for? More of this? We're going to balkanize in, in 
probably soon anyway. So I don't, I don't okay. see. Look, I appreciate the call. I just, I don't buy into this defeatist mindset. If my guy or my girl's not on the ticket, I'm not showing up because we're going to lose anyway. That is the definition of being the kid that takes his ball and goes home when he doesn't like the way the election's going. If you live in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Georgia, Arizona, maybe New Hampshire, Nevada, states that are uncertain, and you are listening to me right now, and your position is, I'm not going to vote if my favorite candidate isn't the nominee, I would submit that you are a total loser and you don't care actually about the direction of the country. Straightforward, honest, direct. You have to, I'm going to show up and vote Republican in Tennessee, my home state, no matter who the nominee is for the Republicans, because that person is going to be way better than Joe Biden or whomever the Democrats put forward in Joe Biden's position. I understand being upset if your candidate's not the choice. But you got to suck it up. I'll take some more calls here as we roll into the third hour. I'm sorry, I get fired up when I hear people call in and talk to millions of people out there, particularly when they're in a state like Michigan, and they say, oh, if my guy's not the candidate, I'm not showing up. That's being an emotional crybaby. That's what Democrats sound like. Suck it up. Have a spine. Understand that you always don't get your first choice and that you have to go in and get in that ballot box and vote for the best of the two options. I hope it's Trump kicking Joe Biden's ass. Nothing would make me happier than Democrats like Rachel Maddow crying on election night because Trump or any other candidate has smoked Joe Biden or any other Democrat. But you've got to show up no matter who the nominee is. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, puretalk.com slash clay to switch to my cell phone company. Pure Talk. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel to Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiancé who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. 
Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us.